Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of Czech Republic. Uh, fifth overall today, I think, 5-5 in the motos. A bit of a quiet day. Obviously, you want a podium every week, but on an off day, I guess it's not a bad result. Um, physically, I felt good. Um, I think riding, I'm riding good. Uh, I just need to put everything. Uh, we just need to put everything with, together with the with the team to be competitive. To yeah, to be fighting uh, for victory. So uh, I'm not stressing. It is what it is right now. We just need to improve. So uh, yeah, that's it. I'm guessing this is a bike setup thing. Then you're searching a little bit at the moment. It's uh, this year we are riding with a totally new bike, so it needs needs time. And uh, yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> we need some more time. Do you need more time on tracks like this specifically? Do you think? Like, is it a, is it the slick, hard pack, old school tracks where you're struggling a little bit more than say the soft stuff? Uh, actually, pretty much the same everywhere. But sometimes in tracks like this, you feel even more uh, the struggle because it's even like more demanding for the bike. So then the bike needs to be even better uh, to feel comfortable be fast and uh, yeah that's that's everything <laughs> not much to say you still led six laps of the first moto though and you looked good out front so like when you were leading those laps were you thinking okay maybe i'm not going to be able to hold on to this or were you feeling good and like right let's do this yeah i was just giving uh, it was like i had to do all the work to be there and i and yeah uh, it's just taking so much energy from me if i need to feels like I'm going just myself on track it's not something there is nothing helping me to be faster so then <clears throat> to that pace I just I can't feel comfortable for so long and uh, but yeah it's just something that we need time I mean obviously I am the same rider uh, than last year or even better so uh, I'm, I'm not stressing about my I know what I'm capable of and my skills so they, we just need to figure it out um, on to something else. I had this thought this week. So this year, you have well, since Portugal, you've been close to the win each week, but it just hasn't quite come together. And then I remembered this week, after your Portugal win, uh, we talked about how you were putting a lot of pressure on yourself because you wanted to win and the drought mm -hmm. was long. Have you slipped back into that a little bit where you're putting pressure on yourself or not really? Because I, I was worried for you once I started thinking about this. No, no. I'm not really putting pressure to myself because I don't have... I don't have because I I'm not fighting for the title and okay right now I'm fighting for the second place but it's it's not the same pressure I mean uh, our goal is to to get victories and wins so so um, yeah I just try to win that's my goal. What did uh, what did you think of the track prep this weekend? Obviously uh, normally we come to Lockett there are five lines in each corner long ruts uh, it was drier this weekend dustier not as many lines uh, did you like it? I like it more with rats. Uh, first moto was very, very dry, 
I think second motor was better, yeah. but still very tough. Okay, last thing, positive thing as well. Nations is coming up. I feel like you'll be very good at Red Bud on a 450. That's exciting. Spain could have a very good team. That's exciting. Uh, what do you know about Nations? What have you heard? What's going on behind the scenes in Spain? Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to get picked. Uh, hopefully yes. <laughs> hopefully yes. I. Uh, but uh, there is still no team. Uh, hopefully, if I can feel comfortable, uh, it's a track that I like. Yeah. So um, yeah, I like it there. I like it there. Like obviously, last time it rained. You've got a dream of racing Red Bud in the dry, right? Like that is something that I feel like every MXGP rider kind of has in their head like Red Bud, Millville, those tracks are like bucket list tracks for MXGP riders. Yeah, just uh, maybe some rain the day before to get it a little bit soft and then, uh, yeah, I don't know, they just need to prep it good. So it's uh, not, so, because I remember last year on Saturday it was quite hard. Yeah. Um, if it gets a bit softer, it's also even nicer, you know, to have that jumps and those hills with uh, a bit softer ground, it's it's cool. But yeah, it's it's a nice track layout. It can be one of my favorites, yeah. Uh, Calvin Vlandering, MXGP of Czech Republic. Um, quietly, very strong day for you, especially that second moto. Progress was good on a track that not many people were making passes. Um, I'm not sure many people will talk about it, but actually, very good day for you. Yeah, it was a solid day, solid day, definitely. Um, struggled yesterday in the quality race with arm pump, and first race, same. Like, uh, it was just a little bit of arm pump, and I couldn't really push like I wanted to. And then second moto, I just kind of yeah, I felt back like uh, like I know how to ride and I could push like I was in control of the bike, which the, the rest of the weekend the bike was kind of controlling me, which is, um, yeah, always a problem with a 450, you know. So, um, yeah, it was definitely a positive day. I was happy, happy to get uh, top six. Strange one, because I wouldn't say this is a you track, but then you won that moto in MX2 and it was probably your best MX2 ride. So, like, does this suit you or is this one you don't really look forward to? I love this track. I don't know why, but... Um, Do you love hard pack generally? Um, if you talk about Spain GP, no. Like, that, but it's weird, like, yeah, I, I just some... I, I ride well because I'm smooth on this track. You need to be smooth, you can't be, like, aggressive. And uh, you have to, like, keep your speed through the corners, which I'm quite good at. Like I say, not, not, not so much stop and go, just kind of keep your speed through the corners. And uh, I feel like I'm quite a smooth rider and, um, yeah, I suit this track. What did you think of uh, track prep this weekend? Because it was dusty, uh, not as much water went down as you would normally think. There weren't as many lines as there would normally be here, um, but it did keep the racing close. There just weren't that many places to make passes. Um, I thought the track was was okay. It was rough, like it was rough. I felt like when I walked the track on Friday, they just needed to put more water on, like a lot more. It was so dusty and um, yeah, just maybe rip it a bit deeper. Um, but I understand with the with the 65 and 85s, they couldn't really rip it too deep and put too much water on. Um, but yeah, the track I thought was pretty good, pretty good racetrack. Um, you could make passes, you had to be quite quite aggressive. Um, but yeah, I was technical and I enjoyed I enjoyed racing it. I just asked uh, Bogers the same thing, but like Germany at a qualifying race, especially not that much water went down. Again here, I kind of feel like they're trying something. I don't know what they're trying, but in my head, I kind of feel like this is a bit of a pattern we've got at the moment. Yeah, I don't know what it is, to be honest. Are they trying to save money with the water or something? Well, I thought they were just trying to make the racing better, but you you yeah. went that way. So. No, I, I don't know. Like, I, for me, the years before, when you arrive at the track on a Friday or even Thursday, they're already putting water on. Yeah. And Friday, the whole day, they didn't put water on once. And it's like sun shining, it's it's baking the track, it's dusty. Um, I thought they did a pretty good job, though. Like, they... they um, I can't complain on the, from the track. Um, two more things, because you've got to go. Uh, Lommel's coming up. 
you apparently now are quite good in the sand. We've seen that. Is it a Sardinia thing though, or is it a sand thing? Where where are we at heading into Lommel? I don't know. We're gonna have to see in free practice. Let's just shoot for top tens, I guess. No, like I'm confident. I uh, I feel like the CV beast mode will come back next weekend, and uh, I'm gonna have a good rest now the next couple of days and and try get comfortable on the sand this week, and then yeah, I'll do my best. Uh, last thing, have you heard anything about nations? South Africa obviously announced their team without you, so you are Dutch still. We have to kind of check that as it goes. Um, but have you heard anything at all? Um, South Africa didn't even ask, ask me. I was quite offended, to be honest. You're, I think we all know you're blacklisted. Have you been back? Are you even allowed? No, uh, no I'm just kidding. Um, I had an email this week from the Carnivy, which is Judge Federation. Um, but it's just like a, a selection, beginning selection, let's say, which, with all the riot Dutch riders, so there's nothing really official. They'll only make it official begin the middle of August. So um, it's just now just chatting to the teams to get information about the bikes getting sent and all that kind of stuff. All the, yeah, the kind of details that, that make it happen. I've got to think that if you do the nations, you could get a full star bike quite easily, which sounds quite nice in my eyes. <laughs> I mean, it would be cool to go there uh, a little bit early and, and to, to test there before. Um, yeah, that'll be sick. Um, would you, like, do you expect to be picked for the nations? Like, do you feel like you've done enough? Like, if you don't get picked, would you be a bit butthurt? Not at all, not at all. Um, if, um, if they want me to race, I'm willing to race. Uh, if not, I won't be bummed at all. I would, I would ha happily watch them, hopefully win on TV. Yeah, Mitch Evans, MXGP of Czech Republic. Um, you're gaining steam. Obviously, round 10 was your goal all along to start picking things up. And since then, stay true to your word. It's coming along slowly, but step by step, we're seeing podium potential. Uh, obviously, top five potential. You're there. Um, so, yeah, great day. Things are clicking and it can only go up from here. Yes, sir. You said it better than I could say it. So I am Mr. Positive. <laughs> Interview done. <laughs> Don't do that. I need as many as I can get now. <laughs> No, it was good. Um, we made a really good progress with the bike during the week, and I'm starting to feel like the you know old Mitch of 2020 before my injury. So that's given me confidence, and you know to start at the front, and even if I don't quite start, you know around top five, then I'm like push a lot and make some good passes in the first couple of laps, and I'm around the top five. So this weekend was the first weekend where I've started close to the top five, both motos, and being able to like run their pace, you know. Just unfortunately in the last five laps of Moto2, the anchor got thrown out the back and <laughs> was uh, yeah dragging my tongue in the chain. So it was a little bit difficult, but anyway, it was really positive. And um, yeah, like the biggest thing is we made really good progress with the bike. So um, it's just uh, like I've been getting faster and faster all year, you know? And um, now that we're starting to understand the bike and what we need, it was because I thought it, we needed to go in one direction. Remember, like, we did the yeah. interview in Arco? Yeah, turns out I was wrong. We needed to go in the other this direction. This is why you trust the professionals. <laughs> yeah, so um, finally we worked it out better late than ever and better now than before the, uh, than, you know, after the season, so it's good. It must still be one of those things, though, like, you are still getting faster, so what you found that works now in a month's time, if you can continue this um, trajectory, big word, then maybe this then will stop working and you need to search again. Like that is, if things go well, that is actually a good problem to have, I guess. Well, actually that was the problem that we were having from 
uh, from Majora actually we would change the se- we were changing the setting every race weekend and it would only last like one or two days of riding because I was like I can only ride this fast and then I would change the setting and I'd be like oh my god I can ride faster and then I'd find the limit again and then we'd need to um, make a change so this week during uh, we did like two days of testing and we just made like really big steps and finally this was the first weekend where we started to go softer on the suspension so that was my goal every time we went testing I said let's try and find like too hard and come back because for me it's easier that way it's so hard to like find too soft and then keep going you know and um, so yeah finally we found that point so hopefully this lasts us a while (laughs) Are you actually a good test rider? Like, obviously, you went the wrong direction <laughs> at the beginning of the year, and that was kind of your fault, but put that yeah. to one side. Can you feel things? Uh, can you communicate it? Like, are you good at all that? I would like to say that, yeah, I can feel it good, but getting my feeling across is not so good. Um, I, it's kind of like anything. Like, whenever we would do coaching in Australia with my brother, he's really good at it, being able to explain it, and I'm like, I would actually sit there and be like, oh my God, that's why we do it. I just do it anyway, you know, because it kind of comes naturally to me. But um, having my brother here helping me, like with testing during the week, he's able to ask me like um, different questions to help get my point across. Um, But I think I definitely, when I'm on the bike, I kind of... I kind of know what we need to make a change and it's just been a little bit difficult to convince the the suspension guys to make that change um and i i just said look can we just try what what i want to try and if it's wrong i'm happy to be wrong you know but luckily i was i was right (laughs) you say um you say anchor came out sekimoto did you kind of expect that like 10 minutes in were you thinking maybe i can't sustain this because obviously uh, intensity at the front speed at the front okay indonesia you were there but still it's quite a new thing for you after two years off um no i i felt honestly pretty good and i i remember i looked at the clock and it said like 10 minutes ago and i was like oh okay i'm starting to feel it now and then my blisters started to come on because actually i didn't ride for two weeks after indonesia um because of my sickness and a couple of other things um so I, have only, I only had like two days back on the bike before this weekend so obviously my hands are a little bit soft so yeah it was kind of just like um, kind of hit me in the last 10 minutes really and I was gritting my teeth trying to hold on to the end but yeah unfortunately the, the anchor was digging in a little too hard <laughs> um, speaking of anchors I don't think you've ever done a GP at Lommel right because the MX2 year you missed it for some reason and obviously last two years you weren't there so um what are your thoughts heading into that yeah it's funny because it seemed to be every year that i would hurt myself right before lommel i'm not gonna lie 2019 i was going oh this is convenient <laughs> well <laughs> that's what happened i had like three concussions in three weekends yeah that's not so convenient so and then in 2020 i broke my wrist the weekend before we were meant to go there and then obviously I didn't race last year and then I was planning after Erne to go and ride there on the Wednesday um, before Germany and I almost dislocated both shoulders in the motos uh, in the first motor Erne so I was I could barely even move my arms that week and it ended up being closed anyway because it was too wet so then I was like oh this 
this black cloud of Lommel is hanging over me. Let's try and just get through Germany, and after Germany, we'll finally go there. So I finally went and rode there on the Thursday afternoon. Wait, so that was the first time you ever rode there, ever practiced there? I'd been there before. I'd been there in 2012. We came over and did some riding in... I'm not sure that counts, to be honest. ...in Belgium before we went to the World Juniors yeah. in Bulgaria, and we went and watched, like, Caroli and them ride one afternoon. And then in 19, we drove all the way there one day and it was closed because it was too wet. So then we drove two hours back home. Um, so yeah, finally I've ridden there once, but it was f completely flat. Okay, um, positive vibes next weekend. But honestly, like everybody's like, oh, you know, Lommel, Lommel, Lommel is the hardest race of the year, blah, 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 and all this. But okay, it's no different to any other sand track. Yeah. And sure, the track gets rougher on this weekend, but you don't really get it that rough during the week kind of thing you know like when we did the bud um bud track french championship in 2020 right before the season restarted oh, that was so rough that's like the roughest sand track that i've ever ridden you know like normally we do like a two minute lap time around there and that day we we're doing like two minute 40 yeah. you know so it's not like i've never not raced a hard sand track you know uh speaking of two more quick things you want to be based in Belgium, right? Like that is one of your goals for next season is to get into the thick of where the industry is in Europe, ride those tracks, uh, practice with those guys. You think, like of all the things, you think that is the biggest thing that will help you take that next step, which you are very close to doing because obviously you're on that bubble at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. When you ride with faster guys during the week, you know, if you're slacking off during the day, on, you know, on that day and, and if somebody's going faster than you, then you can see what they're doing and, and sure, like the tracks there probably do get a little bit rougher because yeah. everybody rides it. Um, so the lines change every lap rather than, you know, just following the same line every every day and then you get to the race and it's a little bit different. And um, yeah, also I had had an offer from a previous multiple, um, multiple time world champion to, to work with me, but that would only happen if I'm living in Belgium, so. Hurlings? <laughs> good one <laughs> um so i you know yeah the probably the lifestyle is not as great um living there but i didn't move um you know over here from australia to to live the lifestyle because sure i could be racing in australia and living a way better lifestyle than what i live here but you know i want to be world champion at least fighting for the world championship so I'm happy to suffer out the cold in the winter there. And uh, last thing, for the Australian Nations team, it has to be you and the Lawrence brothers, I feel, at this stage. Have you heard anything? Anything at all? Um, yeah, we were kind of just speaking about that then with the team. Um, I don't really know how much I can say. I've nominated to be on the team. Aust the Motorcycling Australia have nominated you? No. So. To get picked for Team Australia to go to Motocross the Nations, you have to put in a nomination yourself. Crazy people, aren't you? Just hey, we're upside down, <laughs> in down under, bro. <laughs> um, but no, I've put my application in, and I'm 100% ready and committed to represent Team Australia, and I hope that I get picked. Um, but there might be a few things outside of my control. Um, but yeah, I want to be there, so hopefully with a. I'm pretty sure that Lucas will literally kill a guy to make Team Australia Team Lucas. 
So on that front, I feel quite good about your chances. <laughs> he's already he's already claiming that he's team manager. And I think there'll be like a stand, fireworks, a big poster of his face, like. He's already got the after party planned <laughs> if we win, so we, with no pressure for us. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Brian Bogers, MXGP of Czech Republic. One of those days, no one's going to talk about you. No one's going to notice your results. Everyone's going to think, ah, like so-so day. But actually, you move forward well in both motos. Second moto especially, that second half was really impressive. So although no one will talk about it, I do feel like it was a kind of impressive day for you. Yeah, it's exactly what you say, you know, uh, I think nobody noticed me <laughs> because I was not uh, not so not so much in the front, but two times in the top 10. Uh, it's a decent result, but yeah, if you look where I came from every time, yeah, with a start around 15, I guess, and then working my way into the top 10. I, th I think that's a quite okay job, you know, on this track. So, uh, and yeah, even, you know, yesterday I, I messed up the start completely and I had to start around 35 because, believe it or not, there were 40 riders this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, from 35 to 16, yeah, we are not here for this, for this kind of results. But now two times top 10, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, so, yeah, also first race uh, as a dad. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. What did you think of um, what did you think of the track prep this weekend? It was dusty, uh, quite hard. Like they, were, they didn't rip it. There was nowhere near as many ruts as you would normally get a locket, which made the racing closer because obviously everyone was kind of just doing the same thing, same speed. But making passes was difficult for everyone. Well, everyone except you, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, with the track, they didn't do did a great job. You know, um, I think they can do better. Uh, I like. I like it when the when the track is rough. Uh, it was rough, like really rough with the with the sketchy bumps and everything. But it shouldn't be like dangerous rough, you know. And today it was dangerous rough because what you say, they put a lot of water for the MX2 class, and for for us it's already dry. And when the bumps get dry, it gets slippery, like really sketchy. So yeah, I th I think they can do a better job for this. Uh, but yeah, anyway, we 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 have to race on this kind of tracks, you know. So. Uh, yeah, we have to do it anyway, but no, they, they need to do a better job. And uh, But we have the normally the boys to uh, to talk about this kind of thing, so maybe they will change. I wonder if they're, um, I wonder if they're trying something with track prep, because even like Germany, the qualifying race, it was drier, they didn't put as much water down. Again here, I almost feel like they're trying something new. I don't know what they're trying and I don't know what they're trying to do, but it does feel like this isn't just today, this is a bit of a pattern. Yeah, it feels like we're going uh, every week more old school. <laughs> because maybe the next race is going to be like on the grass, you know, start yeah. on the grass. Well, everyone says that the old school riders were better than you, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But now I'm also part of the old school. Eh? I'm a dad, I'm, uh, I'm quite young, but feeling old now. Now you're a veteran. Yeah, we've been around for ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, uh, I don't know. But yeah, they need to do a better job. If you see uh, the tracks in, in USA, I think they can do also here, you know. So... Yeah, they, they, they need to do a step forward on this. Uh, why why did your starts disappear today? Like, normally you're not that bad a starter, so what, why today? What made them not work? Well, it's it's always the same with the starts. It's uh, I messed up the start every time. Yeah. Only two times I was very lucky that I could like turn behind everybody on the inside, and that was Portugal and Spain. So you are, wait, so you are a bad starter? Have I not noticed this? 
But yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually it is. Let me start again. Your shit has starts. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we yeah we trying to change this, but every time when when we try something, it's it feels like it's getting worse. You know. Are they good in the week? Right. Obviously, I guess you're doing practice starts. So when you line up next to pools and you do a practice start, are you okay? Like. Well, I'm I'm not really like doing starts with poles together. Maybe maybe we should because when I do a start alone, of course it feels yeah. good. You know, it always feels good. But yeah, if you are with all the riders, um, it's, it's it's like more difficult to hear, like listen to the bike, the RPM and everything. So that makes it like more difficult. But uh, I I don't know. I don't know what's the feeling. I, for my feeling, I do everything correct, but it's just not there. Do you think it's more bike set up than you or like? I don't know. Have you actually tried bike setup specifically for the start to get it to work? We did it today. We we, we, we changed the bike actually for the start. So okay. uh, what did you change? The sprocket. Okay. We did like sprocket chain. Normally I, I would never ride with a sprocket like this. But uh, yeah, actually it felt it felt better for the start. Only it's like yeah, really long start and uh, yeah, you need also a little bit luck, you know. But okay, yeah, it's just. I'm a shit star. Did the sprocket change feel okay on the rest of the track, or did you feel like you gave up a little bit elsewhere? Maybe that's why you felt like the track was sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure, because the bike got more aggressive yeah. on the track, so for sure it was more difficult with riding, but yeah, we had to do this. So, uh, yeah, if you see, yesterday I was 35, today I was like inside the top 10 at least, so uh, top 20. So. We're making progress. <laughs> um, last thing, and I don't, I don't want to put pressure on you, but Lommel's coming up. You're a very good sand rider. The first turn there, a nice 180, so you can cut underneath when you get your shit start. We'll plan for that already. Um, are you thinking about Lommel? Obviously, you're going to hope to do well there, but you, hey, you're going to do well, but you could do really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, of course, I'm looking forward to Lommel because last year was actually not that good i think i was two times 11th 10th overall so yeah normally for lommel yeah i, I can do better so for sure this year uh, we want to we want to put two decent good results and then uh, we see what happens you know it might get uh, quite hot so uh, but yeah i feel physically i feel good so uh, let's see what we're gonna do there uh, one more thing I just remembered I wanted to ask you. You're still on the old bike, right? You haven't moved mid-season. Still on the old bike, still the same as beginning? Yeah, yeah, it's still uh, everything the same for me. It's, it's, it's working for me. Also, yeah, the suspension today, before the first moto, we, we tried something, but it didn't work out. So, actually, second moto, we went back to, to my basic setup and it felt directly good, you know. So, yeah, I keep my bike the same every race and uh, just like small touching touches like here and there but yeah bike feels good yeah Mattia Guadagnini uh MXGP of Czech Republic another consistent day another solid day on the 450 another eighth place in the first moto um really today was just like every other race for you on the 450 you've got the consistency thing dialed in yeah sure I'm I'm pretty happy uh I think I can do more uh, at the moment because I'm feeling really good also in the training and uh, start are really good uh, also yesterday in the qualifying race uh, just made few mistakes but I was around fifth uh, and uh, I finished seventh so it was really good also the feeling on the bike uh, rhythm was good close to the front so uh, yeah today uh, not the best start in the first moto but then made some pass and then 
yeah, just uh, stay there uh, in the top 10, finish 8 was uh, solid, yeah, uh, another 8th place. And yeah, second race, uh, better start, I was around 5th and uh, just uh, made first 10 minutes were really good, uh, good rhythm not losing so much time to the guys in front but then uh, I was pretty tired in the end and also for so much pain in the end uh, like uh, I don't know all these small bumps to trying to hold the handlebar was like fire in the end and uh, yeah just uh, made few mistakes not riding that good uh, after all the, the first half of the moto and lose uh, lost some position but yeah, it's not so bad uh, actually yeah, for, for to be in the 450s, uh, it's good, ninth overall, so not a bad weekend, but I'm expecting a little bit more now. Uh, of course, the first few races uh, was just looking around and to, to, to look where I could be in, the, in, uh, in this class, but now I think I can do a little bit more. Of course, the, the, le the level now is really high. And uh, start uh, like today was really really important on that track. So yeah, just a little bit disappointed. I, I think for this for this race I was expecting a little bit more. But yeah, we uh, I want to, to do step by step, not too much. The, the 450 is better than not risk. And uh, yeah, just uh, just like a solid day. And uh, nothing, nothing special. Um, I, I know I can do better. <laughs> this is um, this is a very like unique track. Uh, very tight, very hard packed. I don't think there's anything else like this on the calendar. Maybe the hardest track to get used to a 450 on, because the more power you have here, the sketchier it can be. You've got to try and pivot, be tight in lines. Very awkward on a 450, I imagine. So, did you struggle to adapt more so this weekend than at the other races? Yeah, for sure, it's not so easy this track, and uh, it's really unique. Uh, like the the lines are really strange, the bumps, and uh, you cannot find another track like this. So yeah, also I I never ride uh, here. I just la last year was my first time in Locket, so uh, maybe it's a track that you can you learn year by year to how to ride. And uh, of course, my first time on the 450 was not so easy. Uh, all these small bumps uh, like to get used to the bike uh, yes but yesterday okay the feeling was pretty okay uh, and uh, I think today I just could do better and uh, but yeah of course it's not the easiest strike for a 450 uh, first few races so yeah I can be still happy with this one. <laughs> what, did, uh, what did you think of the track prep this weekend? It was drier, um, not as many lines as normal. Uh, like last year, there were a lot more ruts in the corners and things. It kept the racing close because everyone was going the same speed, but uh, not great for passing. So what did you think? Yeah, uh, exactly what you said. Uh, I think it was not rip uh, so much. like full of small bumps but no rats in the corner so really slippery and uh, they water a lot before the MX2 but then uh, yeah, it gets dry and uh, for one in one side I'm happy that they don't water uh, again before MXGP because then it, it was really slippery 
but uh, yeah, it was uh, also really dry. Some corners was full of dust. I could not see where I was going with some guy in front of me. So it was a little bit dangerous and uh, really, really slippery. I'm not used uh, anymore to this condition in the World Championship. And uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's like this. It's it's also good to change maybe. But yeah, it, it didn't look really like a World Championship race, more like uh, an Italian Championship race. <laughs> um, speaking of Italian, uh, Nations is coming up. Have you heard anything about the team? Uh, not really yet. And yeah, I, w I would be really happy if they, they, they asked me to join uh, the team. But uh, I, at the moment, it's not any, anything official yet. Well, so. This is what I'm thinking. Tony. Adamo, you, it's a very good team, very good team. <laughs> yeah, um, it would be pretty good, yeah. Uh, so well, you, uh, you, you were going to send the leap on a 450. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I know you well enough, you will be sending the leap, yes? It turned down. Yeah. <laughs> a, a fist pump, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it would be a really great uh, experience to be, to be there. To be honest, I'm really looking forward to, to this call, so <laughs> I hope... You I must dream of racing Redbud. Like, that yeah, must be a yeah. track that in your head you're like, one day I want to ride there when it's dry as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, uh, I really hope that uh, I will be the third rider there. Maybe be number one. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you're higher than Tony in the standings, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, well, the track is amazing. Just to be there in the States uh, would be a really great opportunity. Uh, really nice experience. So I'm really hoping for, for this and uh, we will see. Also for, for the win of last year, I think uh, I deserve a little bit this. So I'm really hoping for, for my name uh, there in the team, in the Italian team. Ben Watson, uh, MXGP of Czech Republic. Um, definitely a step in the right direction today, but maybe to be expected because Lockett is typically a good track for you. It, I guess it kind of makes no sense, but even on a 450 here last year, you were good and things tend to go well here. Um, obviously it's been a rough, bit rough lately, but this is a nice step in the, in the right direction. Yeah, Lockett's not usually too bad for me. I've never had any like outstanding results here, but over the years I've had some good spells and a few times where I showed my speed like last year in the 450s. Um, I had a good start and I was running third for a little while, but then, yeah, just kind of dropped off the pace. So I know that I can I can ride all conditions, yeah, fast, but it's just sometimes, yeah, I struggle for the consistency. So that was one good thing this weekend. Like I felt good from the first session, and then even though like the times were incredibly close, and the starts obviously fair here, so I wasn't too bothered about that, but. Overall, yeah, I had a, a good feeling all weekend and, yeah, put some solid results in. Did you expect to be better this weekend? Like, was the, um, was the writing on the wall a little bit? Or were you, are you just kind of going into each weekend blind and seeing what comes of it? Yeah, well, after Indonesia, I was struggling quite a lot there again. And not even really in myself, just it was hard to kind of pinpoint one thing. So, yeah, I got back from Indonesia and then went with my mechanic home and we just did a week, like, we yeah, had four days riding just the tracks that I grew up on and just went back to basics a little bit <clears throat> just went even on a public day at the weekend and just went with my dad and we just messed about a little bit changed a few things and just tried to find something that makes me happy 
yeah overall we came away we had like four really good days riding and then we spoke with the team and just went through a few changes we're going to make and the bike was quite a lot different and now yeah there's been some big changes that made it kind of suit me a little bit more for this weekend so that was a good thing and then obviously the second race I had the, the crash off the start out of sixth and then a crash on the second lap where someone just rode straight into the back of me so to come back to 13th and then have a ninth in the first one yeah I was quite happy with my riding even though the results weren't special can um can you talk about some of the bike stuff that you've been struggling with at all like obviously not too deep but like generally like skating over it a little bit um the big thing was like the engine for me of course with february this is like the dream bike you know it, yeah. it works amazing for him and he doesn't want to change anything like for him it's this is i think the best bike and for me i've got the same package but okay the suspension's different obviously i'm with kaaba but it's like yeah we're two completely different riders so it takes a lot to kind of i was having to work quite hard to make it right for me yeah. and then i got a little bit lost because i was changing so many little things trying to figure out a way to kind of make it suit my style and then yeah on one moment you get a bit confused like you know you need to start off from the beginning again and go back to the base to kind of work out where you are again but in the season you're racing so much and there's just not a lot of time to be doing such big changes so that was a good thing with after Indonesia and go home we had obviously the weekends off so we had time to rest also try some new stuff and then make sure it was yeah right for me so the good thing like the team were open for it and they they just want the best for me so that was why it was we could come here with some new settings let's say what is like your um your like dream engine package like what are the characteristics that you like what's what's what suits your riding style i guess um i like just a lot of throttle response so to control it just <laughs> with your hand yeah. you know not like you need to just rev it and be a lot on the clutch or i just like uh, quite a lot of power but easy you know like to to roll it and if you go a bit deep in a corner that when you you actually open the throttle that it goes and then if you're on a slippy corner that you can just control it with quarter half throttle i like to to just be smooth i'm not like a really aggressive rider who wants to just rev it and use the clutch a lot and go through the gears like i'd be happy to just stay in one gear and just do everything off the throttle but yeah roman's quite a different rider in that way where he has a lot of control especially on these tracks where it's slippy and like he can control from the rear wheel but he's also quite a bit more aggressive than me and yeah that changes the way you use the engine how does the um how does the difference in suspension work like obviously they've done this in america a ton and it is kind of a kawasaki thing yeah. but like do you test on the same days as roman do you go to a different track obviously with different people but is it completely separate in every single way possible yeah completely <coughs> um i have one suspension guy from carbo and he has his thing with shower so we have a suspension technician each at the races and on all the training so it's completely different um i don't really know in detail but i think even chassis wise there's stuff different between our bikes so that's just how it works with Kawasaki and that was like the deal so anyway like I'm on that side I'm really happy with my bike I I suspension wise I love it so
obviously um Lommel is coming up which is always a big one for you you've got some momentum now which is nice like momentum is something that you've really needed all season like to get the ball rolling and keep it rolling so I guess you've got high hopes for Lommel and I guess but in practice on these deep sand tracks things have kind of been like there's been positive signs yeah like in training when I'm on my own and can just do my thing and focus like have better focus like in training I can really concentrate on everything I'm doing on the track and you know the the tracks don't change or develop that much throughout the day so you work out like you can work out your points of shifting and and braking and what bump kicks a bit more than the other whereas on a race obviously the track's changing lap by lap and there's people and you're, you're in the mix and that's when I've been struggling a lot because I'm not I haven't been 100% comfortable and then when you're in that race situation and it starts going down it just gets worse and worse one then one guy passes you and then the next guy in the same corner and you just start getting lost and that's what's been going on a little bit throughout the the past few weekends so yeah Lomo's obviously been amazing for me in the past I've had four podiums there I had my first GP win first race win um I won't go there with high hopes or big expectations but I know that I can be good there and I know that I'm good in the deep sand so I'll go with with confidence and yeah we'll just see how it goes this does you have just reminded me um I go to Kevin for my Ben updates now cut out the middle man just straight to Kevin always he always tells me especially lately practice tracks midweek hard pack sand whatever you are like flying like he says like genuinely ridiculously impressive faster than Roman sometimes like practice you are on point amazing like is this true or is he just trying to tell me what i want to hear yeah no it's true like in in training i leave every time with a really good feeling whether we're doing lap times um motos or short motos or sections whatever it is like yeah sometimes i can leave the track and think like i don't really understand how it's possible to go much faster like on a bike or feel much better um but on the same time it's that's also disappointing for me because yeah you come to the race and then I'm just I'm like so far off my level it's unbelievable and then yeah you get frustrated in that moment you're just thinking like why and yeah you're so confused and then you go two days later Tuesday Wednesday in the week and then you're riding like the best you ever have it's yeah it's difficult can we um can we talk about next year at all? Is anything happening on that front? Anything you know? Anything you can tell us? Um, anything at all about twenty twenty three? Um, no, at the moment nothing. I mean, that's not even on my mind. I've got way bigger worries than that at the moment. Just need to sort myself, get back to myself. Like this weekend, I'm leaving with a good feeling, even if the results weren't like amazing on paper. I felt like I rode a lot better and especially the second one I was sixth out the gate and then a crash second corner so I was last and here everything's so close and the passing was pretty difficult so then a crash on the second lap again where someone hit me like to come back to 13 I was yeah I was pretty pretty happy with that so I'll leave here with a good feeling and yeah I'm not gonna worry about the next years or whatever like I need to just let my ride and do the talking on that side and uh, last thing, uh, Nations as well, heard anything on that front? Obviously, um, Britain is always the last team to announce and leaves it to the very last minute, so this is way too early. But have you heard anything at all? No, I've heard nothing at all. Um, but I have read a lot of stuff from some keyboard warriors. But 
it's just standard like no I've not even had one message or one like pre warning talk or anything like it's it's two months away it's fine no one needs to (laughs) but yeah I'm not going to go to British or something just to try and prove myself that I'm better than everyone else or whatever just I'll just do my thing and then I think there's other people like Max for example there's going to be Dean and everyone's going to put their opinion in on who they think should be in the team so I think we will have the the right squad at the end no matter who it is I want to put you this is exactly what I want to do and I've wanted to do it since like April I want to put you on a pro circuit 250 and I think that would be amazing and I've I have heard from Pete I've raised this idea with people and they think that we can get you a pro circuit 250 so like you'd be open for that as well right if if I I mean if someone else if they need someone to manage the team I can step in I can get a pro circuit 250 and we can go racing yeah, I'm open for anything. Um, obviously, I had some really good races on the 250 and then Nations in America at Red Bull, I had a good one on the 250. So, yeah, whatever bike I'm riding, at the end it's a team race and there's always some riders stepping up onto a 450 or dropping down onto a 250. It's how it is and it's always like the last race of the season. So you you just go there open, like you don't even care. You just send it for that one weekend and just, just let it all go for the one race. Yeah, Simon Lagenfelder, uh, MXGP of Czech Republic. Another very good day for you. Uh, what, fourth podium of the season, second one in a row. Uh, third overall in the day, but definitely had the speed to win, especially that first moto, that was really strong. Um, yeah, really positive weekend. Yeah, for sure. In the first moto, I, I sneak my way through in the start to second, and yeah, then I push and I try to go to first, but Thibault was riding very good and didn't make any mistakes so yeah I got second and I knew for the second race I need to be very good to win and uh, yeah I had a good start but yeah was third and then um, yeah the first two were pushing really really hard and for me that was a little bit out of control and then I just did my own thing and yeah still pushed quite hard because everyone was fast, the level was quite high in the second moto, and yeah, but I'm really happy to come away with second and third, only one point I think to the first guy, but uh, yeah, championship wise that's good. Did you um did you change anything between motos with your bike setup or anything? Did you feel more comfortable in one moto compared to the other one? Mm, I would say in the first mode I felt more comfortable because the track was not so bumpy <laughs> but uh, I think we didn't change anything. Do you think maybe then you should have made more changes for the rougher track to be ready for the second moto? No I don't think uh, uh, the bike was working so good and uh, when it's so good uh, I like to change nothing. We've talked about it a lot but obviously this has been like a really good season for you obviously started very well but even ignoring the 1-1 one, one, uh, podium contender every week race win contender every week you've definitely got the speed there's been obviously now you're putting more pressure on yourself you want to be on the podium we're round 13 are you starting to feel it a little bit are you starting to feel a bit worn down or are you managing that quite well yeah now we had two weeks off which uh, was nice and i think we are ready to to go to all the other races uh it's just quite a few races still ahead of the season, but uh, I don't even know how many races we still have, but uh, looking forward to those uh, 
when when you're in front it's always uh, nice and fun to ride you're in a weird spot in the uh, championship too because you're in third massive gap to the two guys ahead a massive gap to the two guys behind you so is that a bit weird not having something to battle for in the championship like as long as you keep going as you are you'll be third yeah you never know what happens yeah uh, maybe someone uh, we have some bike issues, maybe something other happened, you never know. So uh, I still push every race and yeah, try to be as good as possible. Uh, last thing, interesting thing, Nations is coming up. I think you'll be very good at Red Bud. I think Red Bud is a sim on track and Germany could actually be really strong as well. Um, have you heard anything about the team, what it's going to be and uh, looking forward to it? I actually didn't hear so much, uh, a little bit, but... Uh, not, not really much. Uh, it's still a long way to go. So uh, I think, I hope I'm in the team. If, if you're not on the team, then someone's gone crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm in the team, and uh, then yeah, it's still some few few races before that. You need to be healthy. Everything needs to be right. And yeah, I'm, I like America. I'm looking forward to go there. Okay, one more thing. I've always thought this about you. So you did Red Bull straight rhythm on a 125 a few years ago. You've got a very super crossy style. You're still young in your career. I feel like if there's one guy in the MXGP paddock who would go to America and do well, it would be you. So is that on your radar? Is that something you want to do one day? For me, I don't think about this. I'm so happy right now with my team, uh, with Claudio, Davide, with all my guys around me. And when you go to the US, you lose everything and uh, yeah i'm so happy with how everything is going right now that i want to stay here